your key alert. We're talking about everything. Stocks, mental health, growth, politics, sex, and the list goes on. If you don't know, now you know. Period. Now let's get it all in perspective. I had to believe in myself like never before. Invest in things that you understand. You find a solution to become the greatest. Now, it's time for the Moments with Mika podcast. First name, greatest. And here's your host. You know who's the plug. Mika. Mika. Let's go. Go. What's up, y'all? It's another week of the Talk Pit, and I am Mika. I'm Rick. We're back again with the Talk Pit. So, look, me and Rick has been, ha- we've been having a hard time recording today. Like, the computer was not <laughs> corroborated. And you know what? The devil never wins. Like, we just kept at it and kept at it. And guess what? We got it because we're here now. Yeah, we are here. I'm so grateful. We made it. I'm so excited. Such a blessing to be able to record this show. I thought she was about to pull her hair out. I was, that you didn't, but I was annoyed. I really felt that it was about to happen. But thank God for these Oreos, because these things have kept me. That's what happened. Bless the Lord. Those, the, those the healthy Oreos. These the healthy about. ones too. These the thin ones. The no thin ones thing. is the healthy. It's no such thing. It's not a so, thing. They're so healthy. They're good for you. They're good for your spirit. If you ever find yourself, they're good upset. for your spirit. I yeah. If you ever find yourself upset, go ahead and go get you some Oreos. Man, this thing is loud. But um. This week we're gonna be talking about some gratitude. Put some gratitude in your attitude. The power maybe, of gratitude. Yeah, maybe things will change around when you're more thankful for the things that happen. But before we get into all of that, y'all know we always like to start off with the tea. So what has been happening in America? I don't, I don't, I don't drink tea. I, don't I drink know. tea all the time. I love tea. I ain't gonna lie. I love tea. I'm a big fan of some tea. So. Um, it's been a lot happening. We um, took a little break so that we can, you know, do Easter and kind of get ourselves together to get back to the show. And um, it's been a lot happening. It's been crazy because it's been a lot of mass shootings that they have not been covering. And I'm really pissed off about it, but I'm not surprised by it. Um, we actually had a really large mass shooting that happened recently. Um, I want to say it was in Kentucky. Was it Kentucky? It was like about 30 people. That got shot. It was at a Sweet Sixteen party. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and they haven't said anything about it. But you know why I heard that they didn't say anything about it? Because the guns were illegally. I guess they had the guns illegally. So they weren't anything that was in someone's name or anything like that. So right. the question becomes, how did they get the guns in the first place? Now that's not really a question. Because, like, with the whole push for harder gun laws, stricter gun laws, that only applies to the people who goes out and legally buy guns. Which none so, of the people that usually have these guns are the ones that has bought the right. guns. Like they don't buy guns legally. So it's like once you put stricter gun laws, the people who need to be protecting themselves become unarmed and the people who's illegally finding guns, well, they meet no hiccups. No. Um, because I didn't plan on going to the store to get a background check anyway. So right. give me my gun. So I, I really believe with these gun laws, we need to really approach this a different way. Um, not saying I'm like against being, you know, stricter gun laws. I'm a, I'm a pro gun person, but I real. am definitely pro gun because yeah. I feel like if everybody had a gun, I want one nobody wouldn't use a gun. Yep. Because like you walk to a store, you pull out your gun, you want to rob the store, and you realize that the other twenty people in the store got guns too. You gonna think twice? You're like you know what? I'm good, bro. 
everybody been itching to shoot. Yeah, I so. feel like the people, uh, the people that they try to attack sometimes be, and this is in some scenarios, not in all of them. It be people that they think are vulnerable and are victims. Like I've seen a lot of videos. That's ninety five percent of the scenarios. Yeah, I've seen a lot of ring camera videos on the line where it's been women that's been walking into the house and a man come running up out of nowhere. Right. I seen one video. This girl, she was walking on the street in Chicago, and this man tried her. She said, "I told you not to try me." She shot. Him. She was a cop. What's your job? She was a cop, and wow. she didn't want to shoot him. And she told him, "I will shoot you." And he tried, and he got shot. He can say, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." <laughs> like it's too late to be sorry. Stop trying, <laughs> like people. You, you Stop shot. thinking people won't shoot you. Because I'm telling you, if anybody try me, their family will be dressed in black the next week, and I stand by that. I it's <laughs> either me or you, and it's always gonna be you. You gotta understand that. <laughs> that, was, that was a real gangster way to put it, there. Listen, family will be dressed in black next week. I'm trying to tell you, your mama but, gonna have a fancy little black hat on because it's you're not gonna come for me. But I really feel like it should be more gun education yeah. and then gun laws yes stricter gun laws in a sense but i believe everybody need a gun yeah because if everybody got a gun ain't nobody thinking like well they ain't got no gun i'm gonna you know, rob them because i believe now they have a gun and the person with them got a gun and the person across the street got a gun and the person roaming up the street got a gun it's not a really a safe environment for me to be out here robbing folks mm -hmm. so then they'll find an alternative because the less safe a job is, nobody thinks that they're going to walk into a job and do that job and get shot. Facts. Every criminal that jump in the car never factored in the fact that they're going to be shooting back. That's why military bases don't get robbed. That is, you know, I never thought about that. Because you know why? At the gate are highly trained people with guns who will shoot you. No questions asked. <laughs> they're going to say, stop. You keep coming. They're going to say, halt. Identify yourself. You keep coming. It's going to just be it. You've exited the question portion of that scenario. I so mean, it makes sense. If everywhere you went, the question portion was eliminated, mm -hmm. you'll probably stop doing crime. Oh, no, facts. Facts. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I feel like we, we look at things a lot different, and I think us as the people, um, we look at it completely different than the government because half of them don't have to deal with a lot of the stuff that we're dealing with. Right. Like I think about that sometimes, like when it comes to shootings and different things like that, it's our family, it's our people, it's in a community people, right? Right. And people in the government, you never really, most of the times, you don't hear like, oh, one of their nieces, one of their nephews, one of their oh, kids. Because they're like, not roaming around. Yeah, yeah, they don't like, they have more security. So I think for them, it's better for them to say, hey, let's take away the guns and that's going to take away the problems. The problem is when these shootings are happening, it's not the gun, the person that actually purchased the gun most of the time. Now, sometimes right. it is, but most of the times it's a kid that then got a gun from somebody else, or it's a person that has gotten a gun from somebody else or stolen the gun. And then half of the time, if we be honest, most of these movies that come out and they talk about how the government sold guns to people and stuff like that under mm -hmm. the table to make money, let's not act like that's just a thought. Let's not act like that's oh, something yeah, that has not, not really scenario. Happened. Yeah. So I feel like somehow, somehow these AK-47 military grade guns that got out there, we don't know how. Um, people aren't just making them in their basement. Well, right. Hell, I don't well, know if they make well, them. I was well, about to say, I don't know at this point. Well, there was a big push uh, with the AR-15 being highly upgradable and uh, accessible. Mm -hmm. And since the only thing is the main, the main part of the body is the only part that's serialized, um, people have been going to the extra distance or going the extra distance to 3d print 
those parts <laughs> of the AK of the AR-15. And they've been testing it out. They have found a material that can stand up to a couple of rounds. Some of the material was just too fragile. You shoot it, it breaks apart. I was about to say, but it was or they've like been that. they've been getting better with it. And you can actually get on the internet and find the, the CAD project for it. Where you can just download it, put it on your 3D printer, and mm-hmm. print out you a gun. Well, you uh, know everything what? else is not serialized, so you can find a barrel anywhere, a clip mm-hmm. anywhere, uh, pretty much the whole assembly for the gun. And then you can just 3D print your receiver. That's crazy. But you know <laughs> what? I feel like if everybody going to have theirs, I want mine. But like, again, these are not the guns that people are getting, like, shooting up everywhere with. Yeah, and that's why I believe the gun rules should change, and education should be pushed higher up on the the plateau for that. Because like the little six year old who went and took gun school and shot like what was it a teacher or something? Yep. So like with that, somebody should go to jail, and it oh, should be yeah. a parent. Because like if something happens with your gun, mm-hmm. and there's a family member who committed the crime, like if your gun got stolen, yeah, it got stolen. Right. You report it uh, in a timely manner. Make sure that the proper authorities know, and you're covered. But if a family member walked in your house, walked out with your gun, there should be additional measures in place to make sure one, they can't get to it. Mm-hmm. Two, it's properly protected. If you just got a gun sitting around, that's on you. Take that yeah. charge. That's irresponsible. That's right. really. Ir- I feel like they should really start pushing more for the gun boxes. Like, you know, more security, more right. safety, having it locked up. If your gun is up. not protected, yeah. everybody get tired. Like, I, I feel like that should be an issue versus, you know, taking the gun out completely because that, if that's the case, I feel like we're going to have to change a lot of laws. Like, if you take the gun away, then what's the point of the castle law protecting your ground? Like, it, it would mean that some of these laws don't necessarily, they're not necessary if we can't have guns no more. So I feel like we would have to do a lot of constitutional changes and i don't think that they're going to actually do those changes so why even take the guns away it's not the guns that's killing people it is people that's killing people absolutely. and i stand behind it absolutely um but i also have seen that it has been an uptake in um african americans getting legal guns so there's definitely been an uptake in adding more gun laws because the undesirables are starting to get guns. You know what? <laughs> speaking of the undesirables, speaking of the devils, let me tell you something. We were just talking about this too. I've been seeing an influx of celebrities starting to take their butt shots out, the lip fillers. Oh, yeah. Uh, face fillers. And I just want, and this is something that I always stood by myself. Like when everybody else is starting to do something and they get on the bandwagon or something, it's not cool no more. It's not fun anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. And I think the celebrities now are in that same um, feeling because a lot of them are like, well, now that the poor people can afford to get BBLs, we don't want that look no more. So we're going to go for something different. And um, it's it's becoming a thing. Kardashians are now starting to take out some of their butt injections right. and they're starting to look more normal. Um, China, Black China, has taken out everything in her face. Even uh, little Baby's baby mama. Uh, I don't know her name. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Jada. She didn't took out her lip fillers. It's been a lot of celebrities that's been really open about like taking out certain things, and I think it's more so because the poor people now can do it. Right. And if you're going uh, legal channels, it's still the cost is ranging between four thousand and fifteen thousand. Yep. And people are coming up with that money. So now with like 
old girl up the street getting getting one done and like every time dick and harry getting one done plus only fans is not having a shortage of people with videos and all of that yeah it's like it's not even a thing no more. Even Black China, she's not even doing OnlyFans no more. Like, like once it don't, something it don't, it's saturated, nothing to set you apart. Mm-hmm. Like it's like now you got to do extra to make the same money you was making last week. Yeah. But the sad thing is, with OnlyFans being oversaturated, like sex workers have gone through the roof. And Man, people who believe everywhere. that you're on OnlyFans and you're not a sex worker, um, if you perform a sexual act for money you are a sex worker it don't matter if you by yourself or if you with a group of people you're a sex worker people no are buying shame in the game like do your thing are, just accept it you're paying people are paying you to not have clothes on sex worker been doing that for society began I, it's a thing i mean it's about to say it's, it's always very lucrative been again. yeah very it's, lucrative well it is now back in the day it wasn't it was just that black people were used as the human um, zoo but uh it still was lucrative for somebody. I would say for them. Somebody involved. Yeah. yeah. A mean, lot that, of it. Yeah. But now that people are using it for themselves, uh, it's one thing that people haven't looked into is um, the the moral aspect of it. Like, Morals for what? It's like, I don't want my four-year-old to be sitting there on the computer with me and then like, oh, it's an advertisement. Pop- mm, cover your eyes. That's your mama. Like we, Kim Kardashian, we don't want that, that same thing. Like she we, was crying. Like right, we don't want that. And it's like, but can you find like a, a proper significant other that's not a sex worker? I mean, it, it, can you find a man out here that ain't paid for a sex worker or paid for some type of OnlyFans thing when it comes to a woman? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's out there. What? So you don't think that it's a woman out there that's not a sex worker? See what I'm saying? <laughs> Both are uniforms. Like, I, I mean, feel like look, sex is check, everywhere. Check the Instagrams because even, like, somebody somewhere had a notion that they were going to do this. Their Instagram got a little, it had a period of time where their Instagram got a little bit of risk to it. And then they was like, yeah, no, that's not for me. But even if it had a little risque, it doesn't mean that they became an actual sex worker. Mm, they they was they was striding Borderline. on the fence. Hey, listen, as long as they don't go on that other side of the fence, then hey. But I, I get what you're saying. Like I feel like um, we're in a society where morals are at a all time low, and mm-hmm. it's everywhere. It's not even just sex. Morals in the when it comes to creating bills and acts and creating new laws, everything is at an all time low. Like, we, we don't we're care in a about selective that. moral kind of zone yeah like it's we like, care about some things but we don't care about another thing like we care about the rights for the lgbtq plus community but when it comes to other rights when it comes to um black americans it, it's kind of being stuck like walked over a little bit like i think that we're becoming very selective in the things that we care about and whatever is the trend that's what we're going to talk about and that's what we're going to care about until something else happens like um what what good example can i kind of bring up because it was like at some point where we was um talking about um higher inclusiveness and jobs right. and a lot of black people were on commercials because at this point we had to bring up the fact because a lot of black people were out of jobs right and weren't getting jobs and different things like that now that has changed and because and they didn't it's not want to push pe- the affirmative action idea but yeah. they wanted to push the affirmative action idea um at the same time affirmative action helped white women a lot more than they help anybody else they oh, were yeah. a minority Feminism. group too Oh, yeah. But right now, I I really believe... Looking at the LGBTQ plus movement now, 
I think we're going too far. I feel like, uh, I honestly do feel like I love the community because I know a lot of people in the community. I just feel right. like they have more rights, more rights than uh, more say so than just a regular, a regular black person for sure. A regular but, person, period. At this, I'm about point. to say yeah, right regular now, person. I feel like the attack on women has gone to a new level that it should have never been allowed to I can't say that to. I'm a woman. You can't say that you're a mother. You can't say that you're breastfeeding. It goes against everything when it comes to the transgender community, especially transgender men. Um, and, and it becomes, to me, upsetting because it's like if a person has waited so long to become a mother and now you don't want them to call themselves what they are, it's, it's basically telling them that they can't be who they are. And that's what you're fighting for because you right. want to be that, who you exactly are. That's exactly it. And it's like you're discrediting everything that women had to go through to get to this point. Because now a man, and make no mistake, you were born a man. You're biologically a man. And I understand you identify as a woman and you've gone through the, that process. And I will always respect your choice to be called a woman in that sense. But you can't disrespect the fact that they were born women. They had to go through all the trials and tribulations of being a woman. Uh, nature didn't come with a shortage of trials uh, for women. So it's like, how do you get more more rights, more respect, more everything than natural born women? I think it's because it's, it's I don't want to say it this way because I don't want to seem this way, but misogyny, you know, uh, especially yeah. when it comes to white men, you know, they always had this um, this mindset of themselves. We in charge. And yeah, so it's like now that they have, they can be women and they can do that, it's now that you're going to respect me once again and this is right. how it's going to go and this is what we're going to do. Right. And, and th that's always been a theme through, throughout society. I just think that now we're changing the roles of it. Um, and I just, I believe it's unfair completely. Yeah, because um, it, there, there are some clear biological differences between men and women. And um, I know somebody made a joke saying, like, you know, well, if men and women were the same, would there be an NBA and a WNBA? So I believe, like, if, as long as you feel that men and women should be separate in those roles and competing or competition, then there should be no reason under no law that if you decide to be a transgender man or a woman, well, it's only transgender men, um, if you decide to be a transgender man uh, and you become a woman, you shouldn't be able to compete with natural born women. Because yeah. biologically, the You're rest stronger. of your body is still a man. Yeah. Everything that you're using to compete is still male-based. Yeah. And if you're really as good as you are, you should compete against other men. Yeah. No, you know what? It was in two instances where I've seen in sports. It was a guy, I'm sorry, it was a transgender woman that... Uh, used to be in the male swimming league and she was all the way towards 990 when it comes to like the, the list You're at, she the was bottom. at the bottom of the list and then came to those women's side and was the champion was number one and then I seen another instance and this happened probably like a couple months ago where this trans woman was fighting another woman in boxing the way that she beat that woman pissed me off so bad because the woman was so beat up and it just pissed me off so bad because if you had to go through these lengths to win right and and, and that's, that's what i'm saying it it doesn't create a fair plateau it's not because fair. you decided that 
you wanted to be a woman, you felt this way inside. Now you're subjecting the whole market to a curve. You're putting this on a curve because you're not, you're not the same. You're literally not the same. I feel like sometimes uh, I feel like the underlying issue with a lot of this is a lot. So I think that to me, my heart to heart, that some men just don't like women. And I feel like it's a That's way a of, you know, getting back at women. And it, it breaks my heart a little bit because it's like we uh, we keep on preaching love in a certain instance. And we keep on preaching. Selectively. Um, yeah. We keep on preaching like inclusiveness and different things like that. But it's like in certain ways, like where is the moral? Where is the, the underlying thing that you want? Where's the line that we won't cross? At this point, like, are you really willing to hurt a woman? Like, why can't we call ourselves a woman? I'm not calling myself a cis woman. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. I'm going to just call myself a woman. It's certain terms now that they want you to be able to use. Right. I'm not going to be, when I become a mother, I'm going to call myself a mother. When I breastfeed, oh, I'm going to say And that's breastfeed. the thing. Um, with, uh, like, my son's mother, she's mm-hmm. in the breastfeeding field. Yeah. Uh, she does this for the hospital. And they're... They want to make this push where they're no longer calling it breastfeeding. Yeah. They want it to be chest feeding. Yeah. And they want them to identify who is going to be doing the feeding and, you know, teach accordingly. And the thing is, it's like you're making a choice. Yeah. You're making a choice for your life. And with your choice comes consequences. So if you decide, hey, this is the road I want to go. Well, once you make that choice, these things are off the table. And I think we need to be able to accept that. Um, because, like, if you decide to go get an SUV, you know that, hey, it comes with bigger tires, uh, higher gas costs, um, but you could transport more. There's pros and cons for all of that. If you go get an electric car, you don't use gas, but you need to charge it. So if you decide, hey, I identify as a woman. Well, by making this choice, then I'm eliminated from these things. I can't compete anymore because hey either i'm gonna compete in the man's league or not gonna compete at all now we can talk inclusiveness if you're transgender and you're still competing in the man's league okay that's inclusiveness because if you're good enough to do what you want to do and compete where you want to compete then how you feel inside shouldn't change you being good enough yeah you should be able to still compete along the men because if LeBron, like like they made the joke, if LeBron woke up and decided he felt like a woman, like he should not be able to go to the WNBA and ball out on them chicks. Because, yeah, he's balling out on fellas now. He'd go over there, he'd be like a god among the, the people walking around on the, on the court. No facts. It wouldn't be fair at all. So, yeah. like, okay, you're making that choice. Well, you still got to compete with the men. You identify however you want to identify as. You still have to compete with the men. Yeah, I think it's becoming um, a thing because one, I think poli- like uh, with politics, um, they want to look good. Right. So when it comes to the vote, they're going to do certain things to make sure that they get in the vote, making sure um, that things are looking good. It's a couple uh, people, it's a couple speakers that I've been looking at in Florida. I think I don't know what they're running for. I forgot their name, um, but the trend, like the LGBTQ, especially the transgender community, like really really one guy they really hate like hate him just completely because he's totally against it and he gives his reasons why um and i see i be seeing it sometimes like a lot but he stands his ground when it comes to different things i I think Um, i've seen this guy and he's had a real clear point 
Yeah. He's and he's really been saying that I'm against it because you have not given me a clear point. That's exactly to believe what he, in. That's exactly like when what I he ask says. about your point, mm-hmm. you go to anger, you go to yelling. Yeah. But you don't give me a point. Yeah. So since you don't have a premise, then no, I'm not going to change my opinion. Yeah. I mean, and I guess that brings me to the topic like today, like we're talking about, you know, being grateful and having some gratitude. I feel like being in a day where you can actually choose what you want to be, who you want to be, just be grateful for that. Because you go overseas in some of these countries and think you're going to do the same thing, they will Bam. kill you. Bam. They will kill you. Like, I've seen certain, like, laws where women can't even show their hair or if they show their hair, they will be killed. Bam. Like, and I'd be grateful for, like, being here and I can change my hair up in different styles and different things like that and I can still get along. I'm blessed to be in a day where I can wear braids at a job and they won't tell me to take it down. Some jobs. Well, yeah, depending on the job it is. But still, um, I totally understand what you're saying because there have been laws. um, There's actually, I want to say, I want to say Nigeria, but it could be somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Um, They have passed the most strenuous LGBTQ plus laws anywhere um, with penalties up to death. And this is by law. Um, In other places where uh, they are devout Muslims. Um, yes, women showing their hair or women not being properly covered. It is anybody in the vicinity's responsibility to punish her. So, like, she could be stoned on the spot. So, like, being able to make choices, be grateful for those choices. And um, stop trying to make your choices hinder somebody else. Because that's, that's where the problem is coming in. Yeah. Your choices, because you chose a lifestyle the rest of the world needs to change based off of that. No, Mm-mm. this is your choice. Mm-mm. Now, Mm-mm. no one should be discriminating against you for your choice. I believe everybody should be free to make their own choices. As long as their choices don't harm anybody else, be happy with your choices. So I'm not going to spit on anybody for the choices that they make. But I shall also not have to alter my course because of the choices you made. Those are your choices. Why do I have to care anymore? or any less based off of your choices i feel like it's different these days i feel like you can't you can't um you can't really have a you can't have a voice and you can't have your own opinion in these days at all like if you do it's like people look at you a little bit funny for you know uh, saying how you feel and i see that a lot like i see people when they get offended when a celebrity say certain things and you can see people say things like shut up and dribble if you're a basketball player this has nothing to do with you and you see certain things and you're like well dang that person can't have an opinion like this is how this person feel like you don't know you know what they experience everybody's um opinions and how they feel is based off of their own point of view their own experience um and things that they've seen and things that they went through so it's like how are you to tell somebody basically say that what they went through or what they're going through or what they think doesn't matter and that's all selective still yeah because if your opinion is different than mine then you're wrong and you shouldn't feel that way oh pill i feel the same way about you if your opinion is different than mine then you're wrong and you shouldn't feel that way and i feel like if you strip everything down to the the bare bare minimum of facts of the situation and make decisions based off of that. Any choices you choose in between, you live with the consequences. Like, why should I accept the consequences for your choices? If we work off the facts of genetically, you're a man. Men compete here. No matter what choices you make in between, 
the bare facts is if you're on an autopsy table right now, they're going to look for a few key things to identify who you are. They're going to check to see if you have a uterus. They're going to check to see, look, they're going to look for certain parts to identify who you are. And if you don't have those parts, they're going to put you in this category. Which means, bare basic facts, this is where you can be. It makes me question also, and I guess this kind of gets me off topic, but I always always think about like random things like, um, I think I'm orthodox, are those the, the, uh, the people that are born with um, both genders? Um, Theoretically. Yeah, I guess it depends one, on the uh, case-by-case situation. Yeah, you have to choose like kind of which which one you want to keep going up, going on with as you get older. I think that's something but that's But the body also made. chooses. Like sometimes the body, some things activate, some things don't. Some things are just enlarged. It, yeah, I never knew how it worked, but I didn't know if it kind of like takes away from that community as as well. Like it makes me question things like that. Oh, but that. they're not talked about. No, they're they not. They haven't been brought up in the conversation. No, they are, they're not talked they, about at they all. They just been pushed by the wayside. Yeah, so it, it makes me question. A lot of people get left behind. With with the movement moving forward, you're starting to see more and more a lot of people are getting left behind. But isn't that the way that the world works? Because it's like older people get left behind too as society keeps yeah. going and going. That's the way that the world works. That is the survival of the fittest. Basically, yeah. Like, and I've been telling people. As long as you can make your point relevant, you will survive. You just got to keep going. You got to keep evolving. Once you stop evolving, then, I mean, you're just going to be left behind. And the things that you use just won't <laughs> work. People that yeah, use the iPhone 4, your phone ain't going to work no more because you don't have the cellular capacity to How be able to. How many times have you taken that call? Listen. What do you mean my phone no longer can be updated? It's um, obsolete, sir. What do you mean? The time has passed for that phone. Like It's been like 10 it's years. beyond five years. It has uh, OBS in front of it. it. It's time to let it go. Listen. You know how many times I've heard people say there is no power button on the on the iPhone, and you sit there and you be like, man, where did you like, where did we leave you at? Because we <laughs> left you somewhere, and you never just you never picked it back up. But it's it's a thing of society, so I think that one of the things that we got to continue to do is be grateful because right. things are going to keep on evolving. Um, things are going to keep on changing and honestly some people are going to be left out in something there's not there's never going to be inclusiveness i don't care what they do to try to do it someone's always going to be left out um or is going to feel left out so you got to within yourself be grateful for you know what you have or what's going on with you and really if you were born in the 80s or 90s like in the course of our life the world has changed dramatically we have seen an uh, overwhelming display of tragedy um, comparable to uh, the civil rights days. We have seen tragedies on that level. Um, and coming out of a pandemic now, like we have seen buildings fall, terrorist attacks, uh, mass shootings, which is on the rise now. So we're seeing a lot more mass shootings. We've seen crime on the rise because, hey, we're defunding the the police and i really feel like crime is on the rise not because we're defunding the police because the police are going to show you you need us so like now crime is on the rise i mean i mean with that it's also it's like it was a time where we forgot about the youth 
we was focusing on everything else and we forgot about the youth so yeah crime was on the rise because ain't nobody had nothing to do so you you was in the streets right you was outside you was having fun you found something to do how you can get mad if y'all don't give us nothing to do like our my generation we ain't really had nothing to do yeah we can go skating and stuff like that but you had to find something to do it was no community outreach for real like that it wasn't much i mean what was there to do for real you know only a couple years older than you and there were programs summer programs all the time when i say like we had police cadets um and then the boys and girls club was in full spin so like you can go to the boys and girls club for the summer uh you had boxing clubs uh we had votech when you were in school votech started to decline as i was coming out of high school so was votech it was disappearing um with a lot of summer programs I was required to be in a lot of the summer programs. Mm. I had, um, I was handsy as a child, mm. and I knew that I needed to keep my mind occupied <laughs> or I would have children. So they were, my mother discovered a lot of programs for me to be in. Um, I there had was church a, programs to be in. Well, it was a whole African centered movement that was happening as well, and I stayed in a lot of those programs as well. I guess I didn't, I mean, my family was more so inclined, like really in church, so. Most of the programs that I was in was being up at the church. Right. And all the times, I'm not going to say it was the funnest thing ever because sometimes it wasn't a youth-based <laughs> type of thing. You was <laughs> just up at the church <laughs> while the adults had church. <laughs> um, so to me, in my, from where I'm from, like it was no like a lot of youth things unless oh, the church, church was actually doing were a ball for Listen, me. youth day was a ball for me. And when they did stuff for the youth, the lock-ins? We didn't have lock-ins. Like, they tried to lock-in maybe once or twice. I was not at those lock-ins yeah. with us. We yeah, they tried that once or twice. I was like, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, no. Nah. Because we left. Had no, no dignity. No, we left. To go mm. to, we tried to go to a club. This is a church. Have respect. Listen. <laughs> none you of locked that. locked us in. Uh-uh. I went to cheer camp, though. But, like, in my neighborhood, I was in New Haven. So, right. our, like, outside festivities was a little bit different than right. other things like i went to church camp or whatever but other than that like on a regular basis when i say like nothing for the youth to do it wasn't a lot of places that we can go and just kind of connect and just kind of be kids like you go to the movies they didn't want us we didn't want to sit in the movies all the time so we used to be on the lobby talking you go to the mall it used to be a whole group of us in the cafeteria laughing and stuff like that they right. didn't like that so when i say it wasn't things for the youth it's like when we go and meet up at a place it was a place where we weren't, weren't wanted so it was always security like y'all need to go somewhere and do something that's like well where are we gonna go we don't have like carnivals everywhere we were young a lot of us don't have cars i was the one that had the car so it was like six or seven people trying to get up in my little bobo <laughs> listen i got pulled over hmm most of the time for speeding but never for like if the car was packed up and the police was coming by y'all gonna have to lay down you know that's how i <laughs> that's how i felt but, and, and that that also came in and you start to see that move out more uh when like i said when i was in high school because mm-hmm. it was we came from a place where community was a thing so like if you were acting stupid in the street i remember when the old lady down the street would come out with a strap and you'd be like hey look bro there's stone we're just not gonna do that down there because she gonna tell and she gonna pop you. And once that started to go away, because don't you touch my child. Yep. That's when what it that was. started to disappear, the sense of community started to disappear. Yep. Once the sense of community started to disappear, people didn't want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. It's like I can't tell you what to do because now I gotta fight your mama, I gotta fight your daddy, and morally, more, mainly, I gotta fight your mama. 
Yeah. Your daddy gonna come up and be like, hey, bro, what, why is you putting your hands on my kid? This is what your kid did. I don't know, Bro, like... you lucky he didn't drag you up and down the street. But when you get home, I got you. So now um, this gentle parenting thing has happened. Um, I've, I've subscribed to it. I've unsubscribed since because, like, I believe that my son should be able to grow and understand and learn and there should be boundaries because in the world there's consequences yeah there's reasons for things happening to you if you go out you break a law there's going to be consequences i should not be raising him in a world where there's no consequences when he's moving to a world with consequences no facts so it's like i let you know what the consequences are you did this you get your slap on the wrist where we have this conversation about hey if you do this there's going to be these list of consequences. Like, you're courting these consequences. Once you do it again, now we're at the consequence portion. If you become habitual, then, you know, you're going to get maxed out every time. So, with that, you understand that, hey, I can make this choice. There's going to be consequences for that choice. And if I'm willing to accept those consequences, go for it. If not... And to sit down. Because I really believe, like, the whole concept of jail right now is very ineffective. Take a bunch of people, sit them in a building, uh, subtract it from the world, release them a few years later when the world has evolved, changed, and moved on without them, and tell them to function. It's not gonna work. I don't really believe that's a workable concept. It's not. So, <laughs> if I don't want my son to be part of that, that, con- that part of it, then I need to under I need to let him understand that there are consequences for the choices you make. You make a choice. I'm not gonna always be on that. Well, what can we do different? Because I've yet to see anybody walk into court and be like, well, you know, I was gonna give you life, but what can we do different so that you can make different choices? No, you did this. It's time for you to be sentenced. Here you go. So you know, sometimes my son gotta be sentenced. You haven't e- he haven't exited the realm of which um, whoopings are on the table yet. Mm-hmm. Um, he know how to straddle that fence really closely. Like, yeah, whooping is coming. Next, I'm good, bro. I'm out of that. And being able to discern that so far, I feel like it's working. It does work. I feel like it does work um, when you give both sides of the coins. When you show a kid that you know what you what they can do for you. You know, and then you also show them like the other side of it, like the other reward <laughs> for doing the wrong thing. Like, what's really listen? You get that money? Oh, you did this? I'm sorry, it's a fee. Go ahead and give me that money back. Right. I, you have to show them what real life is, and I think that's the problem. Like a lot of parents got into the mindset of trying to shield their their kids and trying not to be what their parents was to them, and a lot of the changes that they made was not really necessarily good. Oh, it's not working. Yeah, it, it wasn't necessarily with that good. everybody win league. I don't even want my son to be in that everybody win league because yeah. there, there's only one winner in any given competition. There's only one winner. And the rest of the world is going to allow you to lose. It is. Like, you can't just get a participation award for a scholarship. Like, because I wrote this letter for this scholarship, they're not going to just send me money. They're going to select the winner, pay for their school, and you figure it out. That's the rest of the world. It's everywhere else. Like, everybody didn't get to be president because you ran. Like, somebody was chosen. Everybody else lost. 
So since the rest of the world is built on there's only one winner, and then there's a, a long list of runner-ups, some runner-ups are not to be mentioned, where other ones get honorable mention, you won, I mean, you lost the biggest. <laughs> so like other than that, everybody don't get participation awards. Uh, you don't go into history for participating. You only can be the winner or a loser. I mean, second place is first loser. So Always. <laughs> I always say that. People so, hate it, but I, it's the truth. You really got to be able to take those in. And I believe if we start living in a more reality-based uh, kind of system, mm-hmm. that like you can really take in what's going on around you. And you can actually accept being grateful more. And I yeah. feel like people can't accept the things that they have. Um, because there's always an opportunity for more because we display this opportunity and no one has to realistically look at their situation um that's why being grateful for your situation is a dying it's a dying art and it's something that we need to get back to i think that's grateful for what you do that's the reason for like a lot of the relationship fails and the marriage failures and different things like that because it's like you get this image that you can have this, this, and this. If you lead this man or you can lead this woman, you can have this woman. You can have that Instagram Mm -hmm. model or you can have that That man that, you know, he put oil on his body and stuff like that. And it's like, sometimes we, it's difficult for us to acknowledge what we have because of what we see. And that, I think what we see sometimes always gets us in a lot of trouble because you do want more. You do want that green of grass and you can't act like, I mean, I'm not going to act like I always, I always want the green of grass, but it's about, (laughs) (laughs) it's about learning how to look at your own grass and be like, you know what? My grass is green. I I can make it greener. Yeah. Like it's about like acknowledging and knowing that you can make your own grass greener. Being happy you you got the dirt you got. Listen, because some dirt don't, ain't nothing coming up out of there. You might as well just put rocks on top Remember our first episode, we talked to a bunch of people who didn't have dirt. At all. They didn't have anything and it was cold outside. Right. But they had more, they were more grateful. Right. But not having anything. That's the craziest thing. The the people with uh, the less. Mm Mm-hmm are more grateful for what they actually came up with. Yep. And you're finding out, like, people that's homeless out there, all of them ain't homeless because they didn't have. They, they're homeless because of their situation. Yeah. Like, the crazy guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he said it. He scared he's gonna hurt his family, so he out there. Yeah. So he's grateful for everything that he do get because, you know, it could be a different situation or I could have been in a situation where I was stuck at the house and I end up hurting somebody in the house. Yeah. So, you know, I'm happy that I can find food somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't be around my family because I know they're gonna pull on the heartstrings and I'm gonna wanna go home and it's just not safe for them with me there. So I'm out here. So being grateful for, it's like those hardships create the, I'm grateful that I have a bag of chips today. Or I'm grateful that I got a roof today. And if the shelter isn't overfilled with people and I get to get a bed, I'm grateful for that. But it's like the people who's moving forward and you have all of these things going for you, then it's like, it's not enough. Not yeah. grateful. You you have no reason to be grateful for those small things because you you're used to those small things thing every yet. day. Yeah, you're just looking for the, the big thing. And I think that um, if we all be honest, we all fall into that a lot. I fall into it a lot. Like sometimes I don't appreciate the fact that I've had the same car for seven years. My car is paid off, even though I've wanted a new car. Like I was like right. saying, like I want a new car. I want a new car. My car be acting up different than that. Mm-hmm. And the day that we live in, and the cost of how 
stuff is and talking about the interest rates listen when i think about those interest rates i'd be like baby you're gonna make it to about nine to ten years because ain't no way that i'm gonna be paying interest on anything i'm not buying nothing for real unless i can drop the whole amount of money on it because they're not about to get me like this but the fact that after seven years your cars are still in great condition she, she, it, you know, it looks good. Yeah, she, she's so, together. Right. She's together. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, I didn't really understand that until I went out and was looking for an apartment. Mm-hmm. And right now, like the way apartment costs are going up, Man. it's like bidding. Like they having a bidding war. Like somebody walked up and was like, "Hey, yo, I'll pay you a thousand dollars for this place. Oh, well, I'll pay you two. Oh, now the price is two thousand. Like no, bro. Like they want you to show three times the income." And it's like, find me 10 people making this. Like, you have to have six figures to live in a decent place. No, for real, because they want the security deposits. Security probably about like $1,500. And they want first month, last month. And they want to move in fee. This one guy added it up. For him to move in, they want like $4,300 just for him to move in with security deposit. I forgot what state it in was. In Southfield, it's looking like, damn, there's six now. Man, because crazy. like if I'm looking for anywhere uh, that's a two bedroom and you have space to actually spread your arms, mm-hmm. they want two to three thousand a month, and it's like two bedrooms, bro. I burn this place, <laughs> but I have a house, and it's like I don't owe a mortgage on my house. I don't have any. I just wanted to be in a different location, right? And instead of buying another house in another location mm-hmm. and paying a mortgage and all that stuff, I wanted to keep my house. And just get an apartment somewhere. Like, I don't really need to stay here. I just want an apartment over here. Listen. And then looking at that, it's like, I'm not about to pay that for nope. a, a, an amenity, pretty much. This is an amenity at Basically. this point. It's just to be have a place to lay my head in a convenient place for me all the way around. Like, close to the Royal Oak. Close, and Royal Oak, the prices is becoming ridiculous Man, as well. What? You have to be a rapper, a doctor. And I think most of theirs, they are trying to attract more <laughs> doctors and more residents. So that's why their prices is like that. Right. Because it's near the hospital. But one thing that I heard, and I know most people use this for when it comes to like divorces and different things like this. But I use this like all around. It's cheaper to keep her. If yes. you got something that's working for you, I know something else looks shiny and all that good. But stay is cheaper to keep her get her all you know get her all worked up wherever you is and, and keep it going until things are more sound and more smarter like Absolutely. that's that's the reason that's what i keep for my car like i say all the time it's cheaper to keep her like if mm-hmm. i gotta go ahead and get her fixed up a little 500 here is better than paying a 500 carpet it's people that's paying like 600 for a car payment about $400 when it comes to insurance. And it's like, I'm not gonna pay $1,000 for a car note. That's insanely too much for me. For me it right. is. And I and I could be like thinking a little bit cheaper for mm. me, but- You I, also could s- select a different car. Like, what, like, are you looking at Teslas? Some people, you, honestly, I've, I've seen people with getting used vehicles. No, no, thank and, you. And they get these used vehicles, and what they do at these car places is they get them with crazy interest rates and right. crazy deals, and they be like, okay, you don't have to put no money down. We're just going to roll this into that, and you need this type of stuff, and you need this, this, and people really be playing close to $1,000, and I be sitting there thinking, like, that is not, for me, it's not smart. Um, not at all. Because it's like, what, what about a home? about groceries and different things like that but i think that they are putting us in a place where we will need the government they're they're trying to put us in a tight 
corner and I think for most of society is actually working because also at the same time we want to keep up with the looks that's why we're still getting the the surgeries and different things like that we want to keep up with society and we don't want our lifestyle to go down but yet but still that 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 is the dual path of growing up because we have this there's no responsibility everybody wins mm-hmm. uh these are the things you learn you learn bits and pieces of history and bits and pieces enough math for you to be able to you know work here and do these things over here like you that's the the image side of it and then when you grow up you have to live the reality side of of it while trying to keep up with the image side of it so the reality side is you have to maintain this stuff you have to go to work every day you have to pay 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 for all of these things but you don't really have to look at the consequences of the image side of it the image side of it costs the reality side dramatically and to keep up with those appearances really costs um you don't really see the grind side anymore or what it takes to get there because uh those people who are well off like older people straight now they they had to build that foundation. You had to put in that work uh, to make sure once you stop paying attention to this, it's still going to be there. Mm-hmm. So then you can move to that next level and build up on it. But right now, the image side is so so out there and so easily accessible visually that no one looks at the work that it takes to get there. And since you don't look at the work that it takes to get there, you pay that large ticket up front to just jump into this situation and it's pulling you down and that's why it's it's very key to be grateful for those little things because being able to accept those accomplishments and being happy to have that you show a little bit more character and you respect it which means you respect the process more and being able to respect the process if you understand that it takes a little bit longer but once it's mine it's mine yep leasing everything or financing everything it costs and it's not yours mm-hmm. but you know actually accomplishing something and it's yours and you can hold on to it and you can put it in a drawer if you want you can put it in your attic you can store it up those things that you actually accomplish through hard work are things to be grateful for listen i i'll be i'll be really like grateful especially like my car is one of like a big accomplishment to me like to actually have to keep going and actually um still have it still working for real like i i talk to people sometimes and they're like you still got that car or when you gonna get a new car and different things like that and it's like when you pay for it i'm so grateful that those (laughs) things that could come off as an insult to other people it could come off in a negative like a negative term to other people to me it's like well it's paid off why would i go get anything else if i can't just humbly pay that off as well like right now and i would say like you know it's not smart for me to go get another car i know how my money works and me going to go get a car right now is just crazy because guess what i don't necessarily want to work a job and although i got money saved up i I feel like yeah you could just be like you know what i'm good bro I, I got everything work. I need. I got twenty dollars. I got enough set aside to have twenty dollars every week for the next seven years. I got twenty dollars every week, and I can fill up my car with a dub. 
go where I want to go Listen, and be good. And be okay. Okay, Quan is a chef. I'll always eat some food. Right. I'm you good. ain't got to worry about. <laughs> I am okay, you ain't baby. I about am grateful. All the ex- I ain't got to make sure I make no note payment. I ain't got to pay nobody to take care of this car. None of that. You're doing what you need to do. That is a benefit. And I've learned how to be grateful. And I think the key of being grateful is because there are going to be days where you're going to be like, man, I wish I could get a a new car. I wish I was in a situation where I can get this and that. But you get those, like, you do get those moments. Like, I do get those moments where, like, man, I could really just go get a Jeep and put this, this, this down on it. And I know that I can get my note to be about $200 and then, you know, get my shot. I add up all the numbers. I will really add up the number and be like, all right, I know that I can do this because I got this in my savings account. And I deserve a new car, and I talk myself into it. But sometimes I'd be like, you know what? I still got, I got something at work. Do I necessarily need it, or do I just want it? And sometimes that gratefulness will put you back on a level that you kind of need to be on, so that you can be smarter for yourself. Right. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes that gratefulness will also push you like, you know what? I deserve this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've been like really like focused and I've been this. So it can have different perspectives, but I think that when those negative things come, those negative inner voices, having some type of gratitude in your situation, finding something good can always outweigh whatever you're hear- hearing Absolutely. in your head. It turns Absolutely. those lemons into lemonade. Definitely like a lot. Right. Well, I've actually been on that kick uh, here lately. Uh, one aspect of it has been reaching out to people in my past. And, you know, just, you know, apologizing for anything I've done wrong. Um, And, you know, just being grateful for where I'm at right now. Um, So being able to accept, you know, what value they brought to my life, uh, acknowledge it and put it out there. Um, Also, at a financial stance, I've been able to look at it like, you know, if you're not happy about something, like to stop telling myself that you deserve it. Well, you haven't made it to where you want to be. So, do you? Do you actually deserve it? Like, I appreciate where I've come from and where I'm at. I definitely appreciate that. So, I give myself acknowledgement for that. But uh, in order to do this, 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 and this, I've set up, like, a, a tier system for myself. If you have not successfully made it to that tier, then you can't do that. So, where you want to show yourself appreciation, uh, if you're in a tier one box then these are the things you can do to appreciate yourself. Show yourself that, hey, you really do appreciate it. But be grateful that you made it to this tier one box. Always honor yourself for it because you made it here. It took work to get here and you made it. So that's something to be grateful for. But can you do the next level of thing? You haven't qualified for that yet. So once you make it to that qualifying situation, then those are things you can do to show that you deserve it. Do you deserve a cheat day on this diet? No, I've been doing the diet for two weeks. I walk into the doctor. He told me he was fat. Man, I hate it when they say stuff like that. Because it's like all their numbers is based on people from like 1920s. And like, it's, I hate it when they say that. I just feel like, all right, bro. All right. You know, he backed it up with uh, actual science. He was like, you know, you should be down to a size 30. I'm like, I'm at a 33. I mean, anybody in the world would say that that's little. And he's like, mm, but for your size, you should be at a 33. You may be borderline this, 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 and this. Have you had any of these issues in your family? I and- had a doctor with, so do you smoke? Do you like an alcoholic beverage? Then maybe you should stop doing that. 
you should stop doing because you know what mostly and it's like people be saying stuff that they don't preach that's why right. doctors be pissing me off because i be watching these little tv shows and i be seeing how doctors be doing all this and then they go to the bar afterwards they drunk. co-workers and be drunk and stuff or then he did pop a little pill or something like that you know make sure they get a little he different he definitely different he is he, he definitely okay. living his life oh, okay like see, see? He done pulled out the videos at the gym and he done outworked everybody that was like younger than me. So I'm like, oh, hmm. how you do that? He was like, oh, well, I created this diet. <laughs> Here you go. You need to follow this for three weeks. And I was like, crazy. That's stupid. Nah, I'm all right. He like, no, this 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 is how I eat for real. And he laughed at you for smoking. He he, he did have some other alternative ideas that you know, I rock with. The rest of the world may not rock with. So, mm-hmm. you know. I've been I'll seeing leave it people there. Me and him made about, me. like cocaine lately. We matched. What? I've been seeing people say that they be do saying, drugs. Yeah, they be saying like you know cocaine only stay in your system for like three days compared Check to weed out. and stuff. And I was like, how? how what happens in those three days? That, listen, I don't know, but you know what? Cocaine it's is crazy. also crack. It's that's been cooked. Listen. So <laughs> like <laughs> once you cook cocaine, it becomes crack and. Stays in your life a lot longer than three days. Listen, y'all better watch Snowfall. Yeah. Things change really fast. But, you know, you said something that really, really was key. Is that, like, when you give the acts of gratefulness, when you start placing that into your life, you're able to be more accepting of things in the past or things right. that's going on. Now, it, it gives you room to accept your situation. Absolutely. And it gives you room to, like... To acknowledge and be grateful for where I am now versus where I used to be and then it also gives you more room to say but this is where I want to be I may not be where I want to be but I appreciate that I'm not where I used to be so it gives you that past present and future type of thing like it gives you the sense of like okay I used to be this but I ain't that Absolutely. no more but I want to be this I'm going to get there and next next time I look back I'm going to say that I used to be this I ain't that no more you know, right. and it keeps that cycle going. Like if you're on that ramen noodle diet, remember when you couldn't get ramen noodles? Or when you, like, when it was a real struggle and you were eating ramen noodles, what, every three days? Something like that. And in between, you was just hungry. Like moving to an everyday ramen noodle diet is a come up. That That's something to be grateful for. Because, yeah, you wasn't eating every day, but now you eating at least once a day. And then you get to the phase where I'm eating three times a day. Like, that's a real come up. And a lot of people won't appreciate that. A lot of people say that's what you're supposed to do. But a lot of people ain't doing it for everybody else. And some people have to work to get to that point. And once you get to that point, you deserve to give yourself a pat on the back. You deserve not to feel lesser for the distance you've traveled. Mm -hmm. You came this far. You've made a, a way for yourself to be able to eat every day. Be grateful for that. Be happy. Everybody else who walk around like, oh, I'm eating steak every day. You ain't got to feel the way because they eat steak every day. Because their situation is their situation. And, and yours is yours. It's hard to eat. It takes too long to eat anyway. And it stays in your body too long. So if you don't she eat meat, steak. But it's delicious. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a I steak person. Lie to you. So. It's delicious. <laughs> I used to like I, when I go to like certain places, like certain fancy places. I remember I went to this um, one restaurant. I think it was like Prime and Proper or something like that. And uh, the person that I was with, I think it was with my godbrother, and I was with Juan. I was looking. I was like, you know, because I'm not a steak person, and that's a steak place. And I'm like, do y'all have oh, yeah, any yeah, chicken on y'all? Steakhouse. Well, it was for uh, Phil's birthday. 
and I was like, do y'all got any chicken? Because I'm a chicken tender type of person. You and are. you know, whenever you I are. go to places, it's like people will laugh and different things like that. Like, she always get chicken tenders. And it makes me feel no way because it's like, you I like don't care. Like. That's what that's what I like. Like, if I go to a, I told people, if I go to a really fancy place, the first thing I'm going to ask you guys have chicken. And if you do, do you have chicken tenders? That's my chicken of choice. Like, that's just me. But so no, all it steak really. Houses should put premium chicken tenders on Please the do. Like, if you, you could even dip them in gold if you want to and charge $100. I will get the chicken tenders don't, just don't, so don't I don't have to get gold. steak. Like, I will pay for it. But you did say something cute. Like, I feel like, I feel like in every situation you could find something to be grateful for because, like, I didn't really appreciate working at home when I worked for Apple back in the day. Right. And then I started working downtown, and downtown parking was horrible. And I was, like, walking just about a mile to get to work every day. I parked on the outside of downtown, and I, I would walk shape. all the way there. <laughs> you had to be in shape. Like, I was walking all the way there, and it would be times it would be so cold outside or if it's raining. I used to have to walk in the rain and every day. Like, you know, everyday thing. And that made me say, man, I really I miss when I used to work for Apple and I used to work at home. And then <laughs> here come the pandemic. Right. Thank Jesus. Everybody I, listen, I got back at home and I appreciated it so much. Like it was just it was so amazing. Like the thing is, it's appreciation usually happens when you leave a situation mm-hmm. and you realize how much you were really benefiting in that situation. Yep. It's and that and that's that's what we're getting at. Mm-hmm. Be able to appreciate that situation while you're in it. Because once you leave it, Sometimes it's impossible to go back. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to go back. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to cost you more in the long run to go back. Mm-hmm. So being appreciative of the situation while you're there is a great benefit. Yeah. Even uh, when it's hard to do it. Because I know it's hard to do it sometimes with negative emotions. You right. should always just still try to be great. That makes it worse, though. Negative emotions makes it a lot harder. Yeah. Being accepting of your situation can actually ease a lot of the negativity of it. Because, it like, right now, I don't have to pay mortgage i don't have to pay rent like i just pay taxes mm-hmm. and yeah sometimes taxes suck but that's like rent once a year mm-hmm. one time a year you pay for insurance and all that stuff on your house but it's still nowhere near what rent is yeah so it's like though i wanted to go to these places or that place i can actually wait and you know, stack a little bit more and go buy a house in the area I want to be in and, you know, deal with the situation that way. And I don't have to pay rent. And sometimes if you look in the right places, you don't even have to pay an extra mortgage. You just go ahead and buy a house. And being able to put yourself in that position is not thinking about what you want, but being happy for what you have. Yeah. And being happy for what you have lets you know that this is a reasonable situation. And hey, I can actually add some bells and whistles to this place and make me even happier with what I have. Yeah. I don't have to pay for it in the long run. Yeah, it gives you a sense of wonder of what it could be. Like when you start discovering where you are and you discover your own grass and you discover like, okay, it's green, the other side is greener. But I wonder, could I make my grass greener without even having to venture off to the other side right. to see what's over there. Put some more seed down. Yeah, you know, and water it a little bit more. Go as far as the painting. Listen, the problem sometimes is just simply watering. Some of us right. don't water our own grass, and that means that we don't pour into our own selves. We don't give ourselves the same attention Absolutely. and love that we give to other people. We don't invest in ourselves like we invest in other people, invest in jobs. Like, I feel like if you give enough, 
exploiting your time. That you need to be giving yourself thing. some time as well. You need to be focusing. A lot of the times I think about business, business, business. Even when I'm on break at work, business, business, business. Because if you're going to give somebody else your time and they're going to pay you a certain amount of money, you need to think about how much money you could pay yourself if you had that same equal amount of time for yourself. But th this has been the, the most ridiculous thing because I've looked at, like, at home where you feel like, and then you get to work and you realize, hey, you know I dedicate like six to eight hours a week to cleaning up this place? Well then I need to give myself the same courtesy, six to eight hours a week that I need to get in on a schedule and do deep cleaning or light cleaning or anything that you can give a job, give yourself. Yeah. Like, you hate doing this at work, but think about it. If you did this at home, how much more peace would you have? I'm trying to figure out a way to not have to go to work on Monday. So <laughs> that's been on my mind very heavenly. But definitely, it gives you a sense of wonder of what things could be. And it gives you almost like a thrill to to go down a journey of what you could do to make your own situation better. Right. And to bring more gratitude to situations. I always heard like older men say, what's the time that they used to say? I know it was, I said the cheaper, the cheaper thing, but it was also something else like, you going to until you know i ain't had no job no more now i got a job and i'm like dang i didn't really miss it for real for real but it's like <laughs> you don't really miss and have that that gratitude and appreciate for, appreciation for something until it's gone so make sure that you acknowledge it because everything won't stay the same like we said earlier everything is always evolving mm -hmm. so always keep constant gratitude and things even things that piss you off i know it's gonna be people that piss you off but just be grateful for those people that they in your life because you never know when, if they're going to be in the next chapter of your life or you never know when they have to exit your life so or what they're what they're actually there to teach you yeah um if you're not appreciative of the situation you don't really get to learn the lessons you should learn um and that's why i said that it really put me on that journey of going back and you know letting people know that i did appreciate you while you were there and i've learned the lesson that you were supposed to bring this is what i'm taking from what our interactions was and you know though i may not be taking a whole person you really did give me a lesson to move on to my next situation with um like i said like i told you earlier it's not well received from everybody um but my intentions are good and i do really do appreciate the input that those people have had in my life that was beautiful. <laughs> that was really beautiful. I think that's a, a good way. Yeah, I think that it's, it's a lot of growth. It's definitely a lot of growth when you can go back and you can acknowledge things and, and put some appreciation to it and tell a person that because a lot of people don't do that. They just move on with their life. I'm like, well, oh, well, it happened then. You got it. <laughs> no, you got to let people know. Uh, you got to also help people appreciate their situation. Yeah. Um, now, if you love a person and they're not in a good situation, <laughs> Should have appreciated your situation then. Or did more. Do more. No, for real. I definitely agree with that. I think sometimes that uh, when you do that and you go back to people and you tell them how they affected your life, I think that it helps people sometimes because it's a lot of us that's out here that we 
don't see our own wine. And when I say wine, it's like, you know, I, I go back, I always go back to the analogy of when Jesus turned the water to wine, because I love me some wine. But <laughs> I feel like sometimes we all see ourselves as water, watered down and not really having as much value. Like, yeah, you might be needed in a certain situation, but you don't think that you have like much to give when it comes, even though water is extremely valuable. Extremely. But, yeah. I don't know why we undervalue water. We don't. Yeah, we undervalue water. Like, we pour it out everywhere. Um, but a lot of us don't see our wine. So sometimes it's good for other people to come to us and tell us, hey, what you said really stuck out to me. What you, that role that you played in my life, you just giving me this smile or something like that, that really affected me in a great way. And I right. just want to say thank you. Thank you for what you did. You know, sometimes that helps people, it, like, help them know it can lead a person down the right, like, road of their life. Like, if this helped you, maybe if I do this for the next person, just smile at them, this might help them. So it may be something think, to focus on. Yeah, yeah. I think it's great to go back to a person and acknowledge what they've done to have an influence and help on your life. Absolutely. So I'm going to keep it up. I'm going to keep definitely reaching out to people. If I haven't reached out to you, um, it may be coming soon. Um, it may not, though. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Like, If you feel like, oh, I provided a lot of value to his life. I'm probably not going to call you because you didn't have the impact that you think you had. Like, yeah, I'm away from that field. Give me a call. Nah, you going you gonna to call me? <laughs> Just waiting at the phone. I'm going to tell you, nah. Don't look for that for me because I ain't in that. So, uh. Nope. <laughs> Most of my not. calls have been made already. So, if you haven't received a call, don't wait. And for the other person on this podcast, which is I, I ain't doing that. So, I'm going to let you know. Nah. <laughs> don't even look for no call for me. Like, <laughs> But I, I mean, love y'all, though. You're not there yet. Yeah, I'm. No, I think that I've. I think I've done that with a few people, and I've just gotten in the, the way of just kind of making sure that I acknowledge it more often, like right. now that they're in my life, because I've had a few people that passed away, um, and I've that, seen That's yeah. another thing. Giving yeah. people their flowers while they're here. Yeah. Like, I really got to reflect on, like, when we had my grandmother's funeral. Mm-hmm. The one thing I did get to appreciate when we stood up there and talked is I literally had a conversation with her two days before, and... We really had nothing unsaid. My grandmother knew how much I loved her and how much I needed her. So it was nothing left to say. So when I got up there, I was I was clear. I was free. I was able to say exactly what needed to be said and not be angry or sad or really hurt because there was nothing left unsaid between us. She knew. Even if nobody else knew, she knew. So I'm good. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's a big like key thing because it was the same thing. My grandma, my grandma knew that I loved her, um, and we had a really bond relationship. Right. And it, for me, it's like with so much stuff going on in the world, I always want to make sure that people know, like, hey, I appreciate you, like what you said. You know, I, I try not to get too soapy into stuff because I don't want people thinking that I ain't no gangster. Because I, you know, I it is placed out if I need to, but I do try to make sure I let people know. <laughs> Black suits next week. I'll let, I'll let people know that, you know, I really appreciate that. That's crazy. This music is just going yeah, in and out. Just, like, just... all right, man, I think they're trying to tell us to go home. You know how, like, when somebody giving a acknowledgement at the awards and stuff and they start playing the music saying it's time to go? Wrap it up. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I guess it's time for us to wrap this thing up. But yeah, definitely put some gratitude in your attitude. And then in those some moments Gratitude you, in your attitude. Listen, all right, oh, that's, now, the name, that's the That's the name <laughs> of the show, for real, for real. Nah. But yeah, like learn to, in those moments, to those inner talks that you have, learn to appreciate what you have, even though it don't look like it's the best. It may not be the shiniest coin. But, hey, you never know. You might have a coin that is worth a million dollars and it's real old. So, right. hey. And life is short. So those people who are around you or that you have found fit to keep in your life, um, learn to appreciate them for what they provide to your situation. Give them their flowers while they're here, while they can still smell them. Like, don't be uh, having to put it on God or, you know, just saying, I wish I could tell you. If you wish you could tell them, tell them. Yep. Yep, that's the that's the best thing. And if somebody got to walk out of your life, and if you say that one little prayer like God, if it they not for me, you know, let me know or let them leave in my life. Da, da, da. If somebody let walk out go. your life, let them go and appreciate what they did and the role that they played in your let life. Let them leave with love. <laughs> the door is always open, my love. Thank you for being this. Thank you for being I'll my friend. I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one thing because there's been one person who really really held a bitter point in my life because they made a bad choice um and recently i've been able to accept that but over the years like we had a good run we had a great run a bad choice don't change that great run um just means that other choices can be made in the future so you know appreciate that run even if that even if you have a horrible relationship something about that relationship is beneficial for you my relationship with my auntie on my dad's side back in the day, we was like two thick thieves. Boy, I'm telling you, that was my <laughs> homeboy. Now she don't even speak to me no more. That's so, up. yeah, that's crazy. But it's like, you know, I love her. And I appreciated that relationship right, that we right. had. I was really grateful for that because I, I didn't have siblings. So my auntie, even though she was like, you know, 20-something years older than me, my auntie used to take me everywhere. You know, that used to be my role, dog. She used to hang out with me and stuff like that. So it's like, you I appreciated it because... Yeah, I learned a lot. I learned to be going on what Bella when I was young. I couldn't get out the car when they was out there drinking and smoking and stuff. But I was definitely in the car and I seen how lit like Bella was in the '90s. So you know, I appreciate all the joys and all the thrills. Girl, you know, 2000, it was, it was, it was getting it was down for the '99. I'm trying to tell you. It was straight. Uh, all right, y'all. We got this name for this music. Come back on again, and they try to outro us again. Yeah. So uh, this has been me. And I'm Rick. Talk pit and we out. Peace.